welcome back to Tales of Existence with me, Daniel Savage, a small man asking the big question, what does it mean to exist? Each week I have my guests create their own fictional tale of existence through the medium of what we like to call a tale baby. This is episode number seven with Sophie Eglon, and this episode was recorded during lockdown, as they all have been so far, so if Sophie sounds like she's speaking from down the telephone, it's because she is... If you want to find out more about Tales of Existence, then check out the podcast description for all of the links. Um, we have one or two interruptions in this podcast, as you'll find out when you're listening, which makes it all the more fun. Um, I will point out that the second interruption is her brother. But you'll, we'll get to that when, when it's there. Uh, I hope you're all staying safe and well. A Greater Manchester has been put into a local lockdown once again, so that's fun. And I'm going to be honest, guys. This pandemic is a load of rubbish. Don't like it. Don't want to be in it. But here we are. Anyway, I hope this podcast brings you some joy. Listen on and see you soon. Hello, Sophie. Hi. Hello, how are you today? You're all good? Yes. Outside my window, it is uh, grey but warm, I would say. Same here. Good. <laughs> uh, so welcome to Tales of Existence, where we are going to raise up our little tail baby. How do you feel about creating a tail baby? When you first asked, I'm not going to lie, I think I was just in a panic for like a week. <laughs> being like, oh my god, what is my life? I don't know what... Lessons I would teach to a child. When would I raise a child? <laughs> like, literally for a week solid. Okay. Like, okay with it. <laughs> well, we'll see what answers you have then and see how it goes. Well, I guess the first thing that we have to ask is what type of baby are you going to have? Is it going to be a little human or is it going to be a little animal or a little alien? Or We've had all sorts over the last few episodes, so what are you going to choose? I think it'd just be a little human, because I think communicating with a baby is hard anyway. Yes. But then, if it was a squirrel... (laughs) Even harder. I can't teach a squirrel anything. (laughs) It's a good point, well made. A boy, girl, genderless, binary, non-binary? They they can decide. They can decide themselves. But... I'll say a girl so that I'm not caught up in language. Okay. And what are we going to call her? Right. I really like this name, but I can never remember how you pronounce it properly. So I can't <laughs> like my actual children. <laughs> but I can give it to this child. Okay. It yeah. But Angeline? Angeline? No. Like Eve at the beginning. Oh. Ev- Evelyn. Evan- Evangeline. Yeah. Okay, Evangeline. That's a, that's a e- name. Is that have you met someone called Evangeline? Is that what you like it or what? Where's that come from? I really like the name Florence, and it turns out one of my mum's grandmas was called Florence, and the other one was called Evangeline. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's a really cute name to like name kids. But obviously, I can't say it. So, so. we'll we'll just keep yeah. this one for the the tail baby. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Little Evangeline. Hello, Sophie. Hello. 
when is it going to be born? Is it going to be in the past, the present, or the future? Right. So, I was thinking either like the year I was born. Okay. So, 1994. So, raise a child the same way I would have been raised. Right. And see, like, they would have turned out how I've turned out. Oh, like a little social experiment. Yeah. Or just 2000. Because then it's really easy to keep track of how old they are. (laughs) People who had kids in that year are very lucky people. Yeah, they just have to get know what year it is. Yeah. Sorted. Yeah. We're just forgetting people born in 2000 are 20 now. Yeah, I don't want to think about that too much. Sorry, okay. (laughs) I mean, even the fact that you were in 94, I mean, I I was in a different decade to that even. Yeah, you're in 80s, aren't you? I've been in four decades. 88, yeah. Not, yeah. I wasn't too early. Okay, so somewhere between 94 and 2000. Yeah. Are they going to grow up in Whitby? The great Whitby? The wonderful Whitby? Is that how you describe it? <laughs> <laughs> the wonderful, wonderful town of Whitby. Yes. But. but. <laughs> so, Whitby, lovely seaside town, lovely countryside around it. Also, miles away from, like, any big place. Right. If I can swap Scarborough, which is, like, 20 miles away. Okay. Or, like, a Leeds or a Newcastle which are, like, the closest cities to us, really. Okay. If I can put them where Scarborough is, so then there's more easy access to a bigger place. So... Yes. Whitby's fine, but you'd you'd request, geographically, a bigger city than Scarborough to be near to. To replace Scarborough. Oh, just to replace Scarborough. Just get rid of Scarborough altogether. Yeah, Scarborough, goodbye. Okay, Scarborough demolished and replaced... By, would you prefer Newcastle or Leeds? Sorry. Would you prefer Newcastle or Leeds? Leeds. Leeds. We'll keep it Yorkshire. Okay, keep it Yorkshire. Yeah. So how was how was Whitby for you growing up then? What what makes you keep Whitby but hate Scarborough? <laughs> well, <laughs> Whitby is like every very lucky to grow up here. Like it is beautiful. Like, it's five minutes to the beach, five minutes to the countryside. But there is nothing to do. Like, with our pocket money, when we were little, or, like, like 12, we literally just used to go to Heron food. Like, that's what we could do. And we'd just go... Heron? What's Heron foods? Heron foods? Yeah, what's... It's like a freezer shop. I've literally never heard of Heron. Have you not... I thought you. I thought you were genuinely I, saying that you went and fed a heron with your pocket money. <laughs> I mean, we could have. Uh, I hear birds, though. Uh, <laughs> Not before. Um, yeah, it's like Iceland. Oh, okay. Well, like, the '60s version that hasn't been done up. Right. So yes. your pocket money was spent on frozen foods. No, they used to sell like juice cartons, oh, and we okay. just got those oh. and like wonder oh well that's you know yeah the only other thing i know about whitby is where the all the goths go for a weekend yes so the, what do they do do they just go to heron as well 
No, they just wander. <laughs> like, some of the outfits are insane. And, like, it's been cancelled this year, obviously, because Miss Rona had other plans for us all. Yeah. But people have still been coming at the weekend, like, in the full get-up. Oh, wow. But it'll just bite three random people. <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, you've just committed, so fair enough. <laughs> Lonely goth. Yeah, go up to, like, the Abbey and the old churchy thing. Okay. But my dad, when I was little, there's, like, certain pubs that are, like, the goth pubs. Okay. And they make enough money during those weekends so they can stay open, like, all oh, year. Oh, wow, okay. They go hard. <laughs> and I remember we were walking past one once, and my dad just, like, looked down at me and was like, goth steal naughty children. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I remember like reaching up for his hand being like don't let them take me <laughs> or, uh, so you had a little not... childhood fear of goths yeah like genuinely I was like every time there was one there I'd be like oh no <laughs> what have I done <laughs> and he used to say that if we were naughty he'd put us in Dracula's grave because uh-huh. they're apparently buried here yeah and, like I'll go put you in Dracula's grave if you don't behave <laughs> at least it rhymed <laughs> What is one essential skill that this tail baby should learn that's going to help it in its life growing up in Whitby? Like a skill? Yeah. Oh, not very good with skills. Not a skilled <laughs> woman. Um, well, what skill do you wish you would have had? Oh, uh, another language. Another language, okay. Another, uh, yeah. What, what language would you have gone for? Probably Spanish or Italian. Oh, or Italian. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you've got hopes for this tail baby to visit other places outside yes. of Whitby. Yeah. <laughs> it's that... not. If it wants to stay here, fair enough. But if she wants to leave, she may leave. <laughs> Is it important to see the world outside of Whitby? And... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hence why there needs to be a bigger city near here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's very important. <laughs> Important. So, going off that then, is there um, an essential place that you would say that uh, the Telby should definitely visit in its lifetime? Part of me wants to say Benidorm. Benidorm? Yes. <laughs> my roots. I've never been to Benidorm. The first place I ever went on a holiday, like me and the gals, was Paris. And oh. that was very, like, ooh... Excited. Very cultured for a first holiday with you and the gals. Yeah. We were 18 as well. And you went, like, well, we're g- never mind you, Zanti. We're off to Paris. Yeah. What did you What did you get get up to in Paris? So did were you just uh, like a museum and gallery? Or yeah. were you uh, like on we the went, piss down we, the Arc de Triomphe? We stayed in like Montmartre. So like we were walking Okay. In, or matter and stuff like that. Yeah, we just did all the galleries. We went to Disneyland one day. I, yeah. I bought this mug. Oh, yeah. It's got... Years old. And it made it back on the 16-hour Megabus journey. Oh, you bust it. No, I haven't bust it. Oh, no. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, on the bus, not... Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went from Newcastle 
But the best bit was, so the weekend before, we did Leeds Fest, got back on the Monday. I went into work at the Chippy at five, <laughs> finished at ten, and then we were driving up to Newcastle at twelve to get the Megabus. Wow. To pack. That was a busy yeah. day. What a little jet setter. <laughs> Leeds Fest one day. Harris the next. Um, is, is it stereotypical that everyone in a seaside town has to, at some point, work in a chippy? <laughs> no, it's just, it just right. You? <laughs> There's literally no other option. <laughs> like, Was yours the best it, chippy? Oh, mine was the best chippy, yeah. Okay. Trenches, Trenches Whitby. My mum currently works there. Oh. In the restaurant. So if you go there and order a sandwich or a salad or a dessert, my mother will have made that. Lovely. What's the what's your favourite? What's your normal order from a fish and chip shop? Well, it changes, but fish bites, chips, scraps, gravy. So, and if they've got bread, bread. So, hang on, fish bites. Yeah. What are, what are fish bites? So it's when, <laughs> so when they're cutting the like fillets of fish down to yeah. like the sizes, it's like the bits of fish. That they have to cut off. Oh, to make it so you have scrap fish and scrap batter? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's like a smaller portion. I, don't, I wouldn't really eat a full fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just a smaller version. Okay, and then... Scraps. Oh, me and my mum got a chippy on Sunday and she forgot to get me scraps. Furious. I was not... <laughs> I was like, where are the scraps? She's like, you didn't ask. I thought it was a gift. <laughs> Do you know me at all? You've known me this long. Surely you know I, I have scraps. I used to just have scrap butties with like gravy. Oh, with gravy. <laughs> That's what my was when I was doing my 11 hour chippy shifts. It was scrap gravy and bread. Yep. Hey, you know, that's a meal. Honestly, it was very good. Can't believe I did it for three months, but. <laughs> Oopsie, balanced diet. <laughs> I always get, uh, if I'm at the seaside, I'll get fish, but normally if I'm just like in town, I'll, I get a meat and potato pie. Uh, a what? Oh, pies shouldn't be in fish shops. Well, that's, see, that's my go-to. Meat and potato pie, Holland's, obviously, uh, and the chip, chip balm. Oh, a chip uh, or a chip muffin, as I would say in Denton. Yeah, well, I mean that we'll not get into what 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 do you call bread? That's like an internet argument from two thousand three. I used to have to have that argument a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, for, in Denton it was a muffin, but I'm I'm more than happy to call it a bar. What? Dreams have you got for little Evangeline then? Um, what, did, what did you want to achieve when you were... What was the first thing you wanted to be when you were a kid? I used to want to be a professional mermaid. A professional mermaid? Not, not one of those amateur mermaids. You, no, wanted, to, you wanted the cash for it. Well, because I think I just sort of understood that it, like I couldn't be a mermaid. But I used to really like SeaWorld before we all knew they were bastards. <laughs> Oh. The idea that they were all, you know, happy animals, yeah, yeah. before we realised they were actually really sad animals. <laughs> I was eight. I didn't understand. It's not my fault. But, like, the people who would, 
be professional mermaids, like just around the park. They'd just be like big bits of water tank things, yeah. and they'd like go in and dive and find oh, wow. all these things. Yeah, so I used to that. That's a pretty good job to want to be. Yeah. When did that dream go? When SeaWorld shut down? <laughs> no, I think it was when I realised I wasn't very determined at swimming. Oh, okay. <laughs> Swimming's a big part of mermaids, I think, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, I like swimming, but I never took it Not seriously. Enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, so what would you want Evangeline to, to do? Would you would you make um, her a strong swimmer and go be a mermaid, or...? I mean, if that's what she wanted to do. I think just something that would make her happy. Like, anything. Anything. Like, if she wanted to be a meal waitress, like myself... And that makes her happy? Go for it. If she wants to become a doctor or something very clever, go you go on. for it, girl. I'll support you. 100%. Is there anything in life she should avoid? Oh, there's a long list. <laughs> On experience. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, just... Probably just nasty people. Okay. Yeah, Round it round to that. Just avoid bastards. Like, you get a bad vibe from someone. You don't have to try and change that. Okay. Just like, accept the, ba- the ba- bad vibe and move on. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be around them. If you do, just ignore them. The best of your ability. How old is Evangeline going to live to? What's a, what constitutes a good oh. life? I don't know. When did she die in the Titanic? <laughs> what? Which one? The like old the pros. Not Jack. Oh, God, no. All oh, right. She was, she was old, wasn't she, in the film? Yeah. Was she, like, in her 80s? Yeah, I think 80-something, maybe 90. Yeah. Around then. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, because you don't want to be too old that you, like, can't do anything. I think dementia runs in my family, so, like, she'll, her mind might go at some point. (laughs) Are you looking forward to that? (laughs) No. (laughs) Just want to hope that I'm a upbeat one rather than... Yeah, no, I knew someone who, she was, like, a hundred and... Or something, oh. but like ever since she was like in her eighties, oh, no. she was just like, I'm pretty much done now. <laughs> and then she lived oh. like another twenty years. <laughs> oh, no. She's like, I'm just old. Like I just have to sit in. Like her mind was fine, but she's just like was bored. <laughs> what do you What do you do when you're a hundred? Nothing. Uh, obviously, she didn't have an iPad or anything in those days, so. Maybe now she'd be like, oh, no, I'm fine at 101. Oh, she'd start a YouTube career. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. I'm sure there is, like, a 100-year-old. I haven't found them yet, but uh, I'll keep an eye out. <laughs> um, so living forever is not a... No, not a I thing. don't... No, that sounds very overrated, I think. Like, watching everyone die... 
and then like yeah, giving yourself the enough to grieve everyone and then moving on and like making a new family and then just watching them die yeah until the world ends <laughs> no thank you that was a lot more yeah sorry sorry i just brought a lot more death into the podcast (laughs) (laughs) no not forever because of all the death oh yeah sorry i thought we forgot about the death will she find love or does she need to what's the need to but i think personally I think love is quite inevitable. Like, oh, that's I love nice. my family, that's even though I don't really like them sometimes. But like, I love you. Oh, I, I love, love you. Friends. Oh, there we go. Well, cancel <laughs> out the death with love. So I don't think you need romantic love. Okay, I like love is inev- inevitable. That is a really good. I've not heard anyone say that before. Quote Sophie Eglin, twenty twenty. This is it. But what a nice, like, in like, because people worry about it, don't they? But then if it's inevitable, yes. you don't need to worry because it's inevitable. No, it's going that's the thing. Like, literally, unless you do not know a single person, like, you've got to yeah. love But then you someone. might just get a pet and they'll love you. Exactly. Oh, what a, oh, I'm, I feel very happy. What have you got planned up for the rest of your life and what are your dreams for the for between now and the end? Until <laughs> now Jesus Christ. What are you working on? Saving money. Hopefully. Like I really miss Manchester at the minute. So in my head I'm like, I'll save up enough money, I'll move back to Manchester. But well, Manchester misses you. I do want to try Liverpool. Liverpool? Okay. Yeah. Which is close to Manchester, it's yeah. closer than here, so the old That's and then just one day the whole restaurant bar GM oh, thing. Yeah, I should say to oh, uh, podcast listeners, we know each other because oh, yeah. we both uh, worked at Deaf Institute, which was in the news like the last week for both yeah. closing and then not closing. Rebought. Re rebought and hopefully oh, reborn. Have you frozen? Oh no! Oh, I can hear you, but. I... Come on, internet. Oh, it says poor connection. I know, I'm sorry. Are restaurants or venues or bars important to you? Or important to life, do you think? Yeah. Definitely at death. That was sort of like... Made me realise that wanting to be in hospitality isn't the worst thing in the world. Like, that is an acceptable career path for me to do. Yeah, it does have a kind of weird... Like, stigma. Stigma or reputation that it's it's something that you isn't, uh, isn't something that people's, like, number yeah. one choice. You kind of... It's because other things haven't gone your way that you end up. Yeah. Whereas, actually, Which it's... it's that's sorry, madness. But- how mad did everyone go when they couldn't go to the pub? <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> it's essential you know, to our culture. <laughs> yeah. But like, in other countries, like, when people are older and, like, work their way up a restaurant and become, like, a maitre d' and stuff, that's really respected. Yeah. Where 
She's like, oh, well, your life hasn't gone to plan. It's like, <laughs> no, it hasn't. No. It just so happens I've found something that I actually enjoy. Do you think hospitality is going to rebound from yeah. Corona? Yeah. I think it might take a while, but... People are going to need drinks and food still, aren't they? Richard, shut up. Why? Because I'm trying to... This is Sam. I'm trying to do his podcast. Oh. <laughs> and you've eaten the cookie. Fuck Should me. Should I call you back? <laughs> no, Richard. I am staying here and you just go away for ten minutes. You can keep this in if you want, Sam. <laughs> no, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> This is what my actual life is like. But basically, I'll read back your little, the little okay. tale of Evangeline. Well, what, have siblings? No, I do not. <laughs> it's like she's going to be a single child. Yes. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, okay, so, Evangeline. She's going to be born between 94 and 2000, grow up in Whitby, but... We're going to replace Scarborough with Leeds. Yes. Because what, what's wrong with Scarborough? It's just a shill, to be honest. Just and a shill. Scarborough Borough Council and Whitby, so they spend all the money on Scarborough and we just get back uh, the scraps. Okay. So we'll give you your own council as well then. Thank you. Brilliant. One essential skill is to learn a language, either Spanish or Italian, uh-huh. so she can get out of Whitby and explore the world. She should also visit Paris, which weirdly mm-hmm. her Spanish or Italian wouldn't. Well, not be very helpful, I really. Like, but... um, avoid bad vibes and people with them. Yes. Um, that's an, that's a good skill to have to both pick up vibes and respond to them. Yeah. Properly, um, and then live to about eighty or ninety-ish before yeah. the old dementia gets her. That's Holy. a plan. Love is inevitable, which I thought was one of the nicest things anyone's ever said on this podcast. So she doesn't really have to worry about that because it'll just find her. Yeah. Where she is. Awesome. How does that sound? How does little Evangeline sound? She sounds lovely. Yeah. She has a lovely little life. (laughs) Brilliant. Well, thank you for talking to me. Goodbye. Bye.